podcasting from the world's most livable city, Melbourne. This is the Your Career Down Under Show, a podcast dedicated to help newly arrived skilled migrants and settled migrants with their career and employment issues. We interview recruiters, career coaches, HR experts and employers who share tips, techniques and insights to help you land a job quickly and rapidly advance your career. Good afternoon, everyone. This is your friend Naishad Gadani coming to you from Melbourne. And the, today is our 99th show. You know, it's one less in 100. And you know, those cricketers, when they're about to hit the century, they feel that sudden rush of anxiety. I think I can I can completely relate to them right now. How anxious they might be feeling that. Now, I just have to score one more run and then I will be in the in the history books. But nonetheless, I think it's, it has been a fantastic journey so far and we will continue this journey even beyond 100 as well. I think one of our listeners commented that 97 was a prime number um, <laughs> and then the next prime number is 907. Um, you know, and then when it, when it, when it got to 90,007, I thought my son would probably be doing this and I would gift him the legacy of LinkedIn Live, uh, you know, as a as uh, as a legacy. But, but look, you know, uh, to, to put the jokes aside, it's been fantastic. This is our fourth, uh, you know, episode uh, leading up to our 100 and we are celebrating optimism. And we have had such fantastic stories of of some real personal victories that people had that moves you you know especially if you are if you are listening to it you know attentively it moves you and and we are really looking forward to unpacking similar stories from three of our listeners you know amit karthik and lahiri and uh, you know shamila has been on our show as a guest before so welcome shamila and then you know i'm, I'm just continuing with my marvel um you know, uh, you know, comics idea of uh, fantastic for have turned into a optimist for, and tomorrow I'm just going to take a divorce from Marvel, and we are going DC tomorrow. So my apologies for the Marvel, uh, you know, comic uh, people out there, but it's fantastic. So let's, um, you know, let's welcome Caroline Brown, and then we kick off the discussion. If you got any questions, if you just want to leave any comments for any of our. Uh, you know, our guest, uh, please do that on the comment section. We would love to hear from you. Caroline. Thanks, Nation. Welcome, guys. It's really lovely to um, have you and, um, you know, Amit Lahiri and Katik being such supportive listeners. It's really nice to, you know, be chatting to somebody and then see you, you pop up on the screen and go, hi, lovely people. So it's really nice to have you all um, here. And thanks again for joining us, Shamila. It's great to have you as as well and yeah, I'm really excited to be talking about optimism because it means different things to different people and you know I know we're about to hear your version of optimism but people will take out of that what, what they need to at the right time so you're giving a gift of yourself I think and talking about something where you've overcome um, an obstacle is another gift because people can see themselves in what you've done and, and draw some strength from that so thank you very much for that 
Um, I'm going to just do a quick hello to people. So Shyam, I think, is a, uh, a first commenter from YouTube, Vish. I'm in the process of setting up our YouTube channel and learning about SEO, so I get very excited with that stuff. Hi, Shyam. Hi. I'm not, there's a name from a LinkedIn user. I think they might be watching from Facebook, so I don't know who that is, but hello. And Vikram, hi. I hope you're here to make us laugh. Otherwise, anyway. Um, and Nildara, hi. Thank you for being such a great support as well. So today what we're going to do is I'm going to get you guys to introduce yourself and talk about what optimism means, and then we'll go around again and get you to share a story. So I might start, well, I'll start with Amit, if um, you can introduce yourself and tell people about what optimism actually means to you. Sure. Thanks. Thanks, Caroline. And thanks, Naishad. I think 99, as Naishad mentioned, is quite, quite crucial. You know, I, I'm excited myself uh, with that. All right. So I'll, I'll start off with, uh, you know, what uh, was shared uh, on the center of optimism, you know, because I, I actually had a chat with Victor who has uh, runs this uh, center of optimism and uh, basically you know for me uh, you know being optimistic or staying hopeful uh, is not a matter of choice you know it, it's there it's said uh, i lost my parents at an early age i have um, fa many facial paralysis and uh, you know i went through a couple of job losses uh, not because of uh, it was the 911 you know if we remember the 911 plane crash yeah i was one of the victims in a sense of the job loss in that way so uh, and I, i've been working uh, and supporting myself and my family since age of 15. so what i learned over a period of time is that you know i need to have hope I need to be optimistic because that's how I am going to, you know, get myself moving every day and I have to take action, period. Because just being optimistic and hopeful and without taking action uh, doesn't help either. And I didn't want it to be a part of a sympathetic family that everyone keeps sympathizing with me. Oh, my God, this happened, that happened. So rather than the best part was like, you know, let's let's just take the first step forward. And uh, one thing I'm very happy is that I'm a very confident person on myself. All right. I love myself. Let's put it that way. Okay. And I'll do anything what is required for me and my family to kick in and, you know, survive. So, and optimism helps me because when no one was around, uh, there were books and they were quite profound and there were people just like you guys. And, you know, when you talk to someone uh, without any uh, fear or without any sense of, you know, oh, I'm going to get X, Y, Z from this and, you know, have a nice relationship, people do tend to you know, help you out as in give their advice. And that helps, you know, every bit of advice helps if, even if it comes from anyone. So that always, so that's why I, I like that word of optimism because that goes on because I'm very hopeful person. I truly believe that world is full of nice people and uh, I, I am really optimistic. Yeah. Thanks. What a lovely definition. It really is where you look, isn't it? What part of the world you choose to look at. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Lahiri, do you want to give uh, introduce yourself to our audience and your audience, and um, also tell us what optimism means to you? Hello. Hello. Can Can you hear us? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep, that's good. So, hi guys, this is Lahiri, and um, I'm a software professional. Uh, I was an ex Melbourneer, uh, but I uh, moved. And uh, optimism for me, um, I, I look at it from a different angle. I add uh, you know, a bit of um, uh, stubbornness to it. Uh, I mean, uh, a lot of times things do not work the way you want them to. Uh, and uh, you know, sometimes situations are literally hopeless. Uh, you don't find optimism, for example, you know, look at COVID-19. I mean, we are talking about, you know, what space shuttles, space travel, artificial intelligence, quantum computers, <clears throat> excuse me, immortality. And here we are facing a virus, which is kind of a flu virus. I mean, that's insane. Come on. I mean, medical science, it has moved so much farther that, you know, they're talking about creating organs in factories and stuff. So uh, every time you wouldn't be able to, you know, find a logical grounding for uh, hope and optimism. So uh, I, uh, I sort of, you know, resort to uh, stubbornness at times, and that really helps. Because mm -hmm. then when you don't have a logical ground, uh, you know, there has to be, you know, some belief, you know, a belief that probably do not have any logical ground, but you still hold it uh, close to your heart. And uh, uh, instead of, you know, taking the right decision, uh, it's kind of, you know, take the decision and make it right. Mm. So it may not be, you know, on, but then uh, depending on your depending on your scenario, you know, situation that you are in, uh, you can adjust it to, you know, uh, make it suitable to yourself. So uh, my story, uh, you know, I, I came to Melbourne uh, five years back, and that was in the uh, what you call mining boom in Australia. So things were really, uh, you know, people were feeling low. Uh, everyone was telling me, you know, probably, you know, not the good time to come to Australia. And uh, uh, getting an interview call itself is really difficult. Forget about getting a job. So, uh, so even before landing there, I had, you know, a lot of, a uh, uh, lot of negativity. People giving me a lot of, you know, uh, negative input. Uh, anywhere you go on Google, and it, it so happens that, you know, when you have certain thought in your mind, like Google stuff, which kind of fortifies your, uh, uh, your, your thought. So you're like, oh, am I taking the right decision? And uh, uh, on the top of it, uh, I was going to move out of India for the very first time in my life. Uh, I did not have uh, any friend in Melbourne. The only person that I knew in Australia was in Perth. So that's, that's you know, far away from Melbourne. It's probably a different country, you know, to most Australians. Now, uh, uh, so somewhere, you know, I did not really have this logical thing in place. I mean, I did not have data. I did not have any uh, reasons for me to believe that this is going to work. But then, um, you know, somewhere, it may be a gut feeling, call it, you know, whatever, stubbornness, I would say. I just, you know, uh, I just did what I wanted to. I mean, I was like, okay, what is the worst that can happen? I'll have to go back and find another software job, IT job in India. That's okay. There are, what, there are 4 million people already working in the industry. Market is huge enough. You can do it. I mean, you can get a job anytime. That's not an issue. So 
that's the only grounding so that's the only logical you know uh, reason that i took the decision and you know went on and uh, uh, you don't uh, believe it but the second day the very second day that i landed i had an interview call so you don't know i mean things <laughs> out of stubbornness i mean whatever decision that i took out of stubbornness college you know uh, whatever crazy decision but it just started working the first call was uh, insurance company uh, 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 and then the second one was accenture uh, i did not i could not get through the interview wasn't shortlisted at all uh, and then one month went down then i uh, somewhere during the one month you know i i happened to uh, visit uh, nash and uh, kb's uh, seminar and uh, you know so that's where i you know i started getting a little bit of you know um optimism you would call it i mean i was like okay so there are people who understand my situation and they can then they can tell me you know this is what you're doing wrong this is what you're doing uh, good that sort of thing you know swot analysis right and then uh, me along with you know a couple of other guys we were doing nashad uh, uh, and um, a couple of weeks down the line uh, you know nashad had this uh, uh, hidden market thing you know kb and nashad they, they always keep telling goes go for the hidden market go for the hidden market so all i started doing is you know crazily uh, networking go to the meetups have free pizzas or you know <laughs> join both uh, groups linkedin groups whatever it is and then uh, one fine day when i was uh, you know uh, in a in a in a meetup uh, with uh, uh, suncorp they had a angular js meetup uh, i got a call from one of my uh, friends saying that you know there is whatever job opportunity and opportunity group and all i did is i just reached out to this guy uh, who was in gold coast and uh, said you know this is my profile blah 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 uh, is it okay he said all right send it send it to me i'll send it to my manager uh, did that on the very second day i got a call from hr she said go to seek apply there you know it's just their process and then uh, you'll get the call and that's it two rounds of interview sitting in melbourne and first time when i went to gold coast that was to get my offer letter <laughs> so you know so stubbornness really worked for me you just keep holding to your belief whatever yeah. you have uh, of course i'm not saying a criminal belief but then you know something that you want to do in your life something uh, that you really uh, uh, dear to you and try to make that decision right instead of making the right decision whatever you have done you know whatever the results are make it right yeah. thank you fantastic i like i think we get paralyzed by not making a decision because of fear and if you can go whatever happens i have that confidence around i i can make it right i can make this work you know like but got to make a decision and got got to actually do it i love that fantastic story i, I really love it so i was just going to say perkies in another country so <laughs> anyway i'm just picking up on what you said Shamila, tell us what makes you optimistic yeah. and introduce yourself again. I, I think, and then you know, tell us what makes you optimistic. We'd love to hear. Sure. Um, hi, everyone. It's um, thank you so much for having me back on. Um, it's really great to be on your 99th episode. Uh, just one more to a hundred. So yes. Um, so I am based in Melbourne, and uh, I run a venture called Hawit, where. It's a strategic consulting and mentorship company where I primarily work with women entrepreneurs. 
um, helping them to start, launch, pivot, um, or scale and grow their businesses. Um, so what does optimism mean to me? Um, I think it's, had, it's, it's a word that has had to stay with me for all my life. Because if I was not optimistic, I would not be where I am today, sitting here talking to you guys. Um, you know, I, I always remember this um, sentence from Winston Churchill that I learned in school, which he said, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity and an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. So I guess for me growing up, um, and I, I've told my story uh, for, you know, on the show as well, um, you know, I came from a pretty dysfunctional family and in, to pretty much a single mother. So I've gone through a lot of challenges there. Um, my mother was um, depressive. She passed away at 42 um, and, you know, had substance problems. So, you know, I had to go through quite a tumultuous um, childhood growing up uh, where I was told by even my own family members that I wouldn't really amount to a lot, let alone what I've done in my life. Um, and I think that kind of drove me. Um, and I would call it um, blind optimism, to be quite honest at that point, because, you know, like you, you do not where you don't know where it's coming from, but you know, there's the drive and the ambition and the grit that you build because, um, and the resilience, I guess, that comes with going through challenges. So, you know, I mean, I totally get what you're, uh, where you're coming from and what you've overcome and, and so do you Lahiri, right? So I guess for me, um, you know, having gone through that, built my career in, in corporate America, in Asia, uh, ran one of the biggest uh, TV networks in the world, and then started my own business, having sold it and then moved to Australia, where I came with a zero professional network and a very small social network, right? So I didn't really know anyone. And to start a business in an environment where you have no knowing of, let alone a network, but the culture, uh, you know, the nuances and, you know, trying to fit in as a migrant, uh, as a woman and as a woman of color, um, it's, it's definitely something that, um, I had to be hopeful and I had to be um, blindly optimistic again and, and overcome that. And here I am, even through COVID, I'm still here. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's yeah. what um, I guess optimism means for me. It's, it's, the, it's the constant belief that the glass is half full. Yeah. It's funny, somebody mentioned um, the optimist and the pessimist yesterday and it was like the optimist see, or the pessimist sees the glass half full, the optimist sees the glass half empty and the opportunist drinks it. So, <laughs> and then someone piped up and said, yeah, and um, the other person puts the wine in it. So <laughs> it's something for everybody there. So thanks, thanks for sharing that, Shamila. It's an amazing story. Absolutely. Yeah. Karthik. Tell us about, oh, so introduce yourself and tell us what optimism means to you. Definitely. Uh, first of all, thank you, uh, Kevin and Naisha, for having me on the show. Uh, as you rightly said, I've been an avid listener, but uh, I was also here on the show as a guest when you originally started the show, uh, kind of documenting and chronicling my journey uh, as, a, as a migrant 
uh, into Australia. So, uh, you know, it's, we've come a long way. I think that was like the fifth or sixth episode that we did, Naisha, and here we are, 99, uh, going on 100. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, myself, I'm Karthik, uh, you know, I am a fairly newbie uh, to Australia and to Melbourne. I only moved here uh, last December. Uh, and I work as an IT uh, project uh, delivery program. I don't, I don't even know what my role entails anymore because uh, my title is a project manager, but I'm you know, focusing on organizational change and uh, you know, trying to bring about uh, an agile uh, you know, product development team ground up. So uh, that's kind of what I do uh, on a, a day job. Uh, I'm also very active uh, in the volunteer community. I do a lot of local volunteering for COVID um, initiatives and things like that. So keeping myself pretty busy and active, uh, and I think that's uh, kind of goes back to our topic about what makes uh, me optimistic, uh, is uh, really uh, to press play and show up every day. And that's really what, uh, you know, what keeps me going. Um, you know, again, uh, going last, you, know, you kind of feel like, you know, what, what more can you add? Because, you know, I think between Amit and Bayer and Shamila, they kind of touched upon all aspects of what makes people uh, tick in terms of being hopeful and optimistic. But if I were to kind of piggyback on what you know, that, uh, you know, diversity and opportunity, right? like that's really uh, what I go back to. Uh, and I think we all have a lot of common denominators here in terms of story. Uh, you know, I was also, uh, you know, my background is. Indian and I grew up in India. I lost my dad when I was 21. Uh, I was uh, I was selected for the Indian Air Force flying uh, branch. It was, I thought that I was going to uh, be a fighter pilot. Um, but that didn't happen. Lost my dream job in, and when I was 21, senior, I lost my dad. So, uh, at a young age, you know, I, I started facing a lot of adversity. Um, I uh, traveled uh, to the US in um, 2008 global financial crisis. <laughs> and, uh, you know, last year I decided to pack my bags, uh, move to Australia, COVID. Uh, so as you can see, you know, uh, adversity after adversity, right? And, and again, you know, throughout your life, we all face adversity. Uh, but when you look at adversity, you also always need to look at opportunity. How, how can we learn and grow uh, through that adversity? Uh, how can we make everything uh, a learning experience? You know, if, if somebody says something to you, uh, you don't control what they say, but you control how you react. So, so being aware of what you actually control and what you don't, uh, and uh, you know, using any uh, bad situation uh, as a learning experience, and growing from that uh, is really how I look at things. And that's that's really what has kept me going. And that's really what you know gets me out of bed every day. Because you know, if you think about all the bad things that are going on around the world, um, we would never want to live. We would never want to grow up uh, you know, the following day. Uh, but we have to. Uh, and you know, we have a, a moral, ethical uh, responsibility and a social responsibility, not just to ourselves, but to our family, our friends, and, and the people around us to show up uh, and, and show strength. And that to me uh, truly is uh, you know, being optimistic and, and, and optimism is, is not not a made up thing. It's, it's, it's how you look at things. And uh, Carolyn, like you rightly said, uh, it, you know, either the glass is half full or half empty, or you just drink the glass of water and ask <laughs>
that's really how I would um, sum up what optimism is about. Yeah, I love that, you know, that, that embodiment of optimism in your actions. And you may not think that you're an optimist. Because that's when Victor first asked Nation I, and I'm like, I don't think I'm an optimistic person. And then I've reflected over everything in my, my life, and I'm like, well, I've taken a lot of optimistic actions. I think I must be an optimist. So I like how the discussion gets you to think about some innate qualities or a, a, an innate attitude that, that you have as well. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that, Carter. That's, um, yeah, really, really interesting. Um, Excellent. We are really pretty. Thank you for joining, Shyam. That's right. Um, you know, uh, Preeti saying, Amit, uh, you know, she really liked the way you look at life. Tarak Pujara is one of my friends who used to live in Australia. Now he lives in Singapore. Thank you, Tarak. I do appreciate you logging in even for the first time. Uh, and, um, you know, Shyam's giving you thumbs up, Lahiri. And also Shyam saying hi to everyone and also Suma. So thank you. Thank you all for listening. Just keep continuing your comments in the section and we would love to pass that on if you got question or if you want to also share you know your definition of optimism to just drop in a line because i think this is just going to be a, i think victor will be very happy to see very diverse uh you know definitions of optimism uh you know and and that is very fantastic so if you now move to the next thing which is you know sharing a real uh, a story or an episode from your or someone else that you know in their life and you know how they did they hang on to hope i i yesterday shared a story of one of my clients and i'll probably do that again today with uh, with another client of mine and she uh, had, a, you know, very, she used to be a nurse, had a very bad back injury. And she could not, you know, she could not see properly, sleep, you know, for a few hours. And, you know, if you have ever had a physical injury, even for an accident for a long, for even for two, three months time, it starts to place up with your head massively. And and she was a single mom looking after the uh, you know her her son and while managing her job and you know or at the risk of losing her job or compensation because she was coming to an end of that was absolutely too much for her. But every time she would walk up and she would sit with me and and talk to me. You know, she would still be looking at what else do you want me to donation so that I can go back and work. You know, because I need to feed my family. I know that I'm just 35 years old and I've got next 25, 30 years against, you know, that I have to leave and build my career. I just cannot sit at home. And sometimes she would, she would actually struggle to even get up once she sits down because of the pain. But she would still rock up to every meeting at the same time and she would absolutely use everything that i had to say listen to that attentively and eventually in four months time she actually started work as a practice nurse and that was one of the most joyous period that i've seen you know she could now go back to work feed her family look after her you know son and also continue to have some meaning in her career and life because you know most of the time when you when we work with you know people who have lost jobs 
or who are going through transition, it's that meaning that a lot of people struggle with. How do I, what kind of meaning do I associate with my, you know, my career and my life? And that was that was another testament of, you know, how someone, you know, who has such a devastating injury and she could still come and attend appointments and just have a smile at her face. Even mm. sometimes I felt very small considering that I was complaining about, you know, why my lunch is not what I expected. You know, it just it just appeared too small to, you know, given her challenge. So that is my, uh, you, know, you know, story of seeing of optimism in action. So if you can start with you, uh, you know, Amit and, you know, share us because I think you touched upon that, you know, you know, having lost, you know, parents at a very early age, that itself is is an absolutely devastating blow to to your to your life and to career and to everything of your life. Tell us tell us about that or tell us about anything else that you want to really share because I think I think this is going to lift uplift people uh, you know significantly. Sure, sure. But yeah, I, I recall these two physical stories from yesterday as well. The guy who was uh, down for many years and he still came and he was very optimistic to get back. And like today's story. So I think I, I, I'm, I, I always say this, I'm full of stories. Okay, People tell me that, you know, start writing a book and you'll finish 500 pages. But anyways, uh, jokes apart. The, what I learned was, uh, you know, the tough time was when, when my father passed away, uh, we realized one thing that he had broke. Uh, I, I never learned that till then because I always have, uh, at that time, all we needed was food and toys, right? That's all. And I always used to get that. So when he, when we, he, he passed away, uh, I realized we are broke. We are broke to a point that, uh, you know, even the police came and, you know, they said, oh, you're in an apartment which has already been donated to somebody to move out. So it was that bad. And then uh, I realized uh, I used to work in the evenings and go to college in the mornings. And soon when I graduated, I realized my mother has breast cancer. And, uh, you know, I passed out from 9-11. So I don't have a job and I have a mother whom I have to take for radiotherapy and chemo and stuff. And uh, one good thing in all of this happened was that I, I got, I married my high, I, my, I married my high school girlfriend. So, but it was tough time for her as well, right? Because you have a sick person at home and, you know, you have to do a lot of things. But I, I learned something is that, you know, with all the difficulties and all the problems, and when you keep moving forward with hope and optimism, you actually are sharing a positive vibes in the universe. Yeah, I'm not a spiritual guy, but I believe this strongly that you actually send out that positiveness out of your body and you attract positive people, you know, and they somehow land up in your life in some ways. So that's something was very powerful. The other story I'll say, because we continued with it and uh, I was lucky to get onto in an IT company after two years and we moved on. The next one was basically the painful experience I had was in Columbus, Ohio. I was working for Nationwide and I was, uh, I, I truly believe what Karthik and Lili said in terms of sometimes it's just the stubbornness, you know, you have to do it, period. You have to get up every morning 
because you need to do those things, right? So I was a responsible person for my project, and we were at the tail end of it, and I got slipped, you know, herniated disc. So I had, uh, I was on the bed all the time, and I was working from bed for 19 hours a day because I have to. I have to deliver the project. Period. There is no X, Y, Z at that time. I know people might think that oh, you're crazy, or everyone has done that. All right, I'm not. Believe me, everyone has done that. So, but it's just the time, right? I can't move out because it's a third twenty days support that I need to give, and I can't just say that oh, someone takes it over because it's my responsibility. And I always, last thing I'll just say to this is that I, I completely believe in what whatever happens, I am responsible for that. Because unless and until I don't take the responsibility, I cannot do any action. And I'm a firm believer of action. Uh, because unless, I, I always say this, that you know, when we get very excited when we hear a motivation speech. You know, we have, we, go from books to books and we feel happy oh we did something that is actually crap we didn't do anything because you do when you take an action on something that is when you you know actually build that resilience that positivity in you if i just attend 10 books i read 30 books in a year and if i don't take action uh, for me that is actually bs because it just doesn't make any sense so that, that's that's why it's optimism but without action, it is all just, I don't know, I, we need to term a new name for that. <laughs> <laughs> Craptimism. <But, laughs> if you have hope, if you're optimistic and you don't take action, that is something, yeah, I, I don't know what that would be. <laughs> but action is the next step and is the very important. Yeah. So that, that's it. Um. Excellent. Thank you, Amit. Thanks for really good. You know, I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll come up with the <laughs> with the word that you all speak for. Uh, you know, sooner or later. Don't worry. Excellent. Let's go to Lahiri. Lahiri, tell us about about a story of optimism. So, um, uh, I got an opportunity to work with uh, a volunteer organization you know, during COVID nineteen. And uh, uh, I could, uh, you know, as part of my uh, job, what I had to do is had to go to the places where, uh, which are declared as uh, So you do the, you know, all the PPE kit, hear it. Uh, I, I didn't think about it, but then once you put it on, uh, it on your body like uh, like a like, like a skin or five, six hours and you don't eat anything, nothing else. It's just like, you know, and you have that, uh, you know, for you, uh, for you, uh, you know, find out the temperature, you know, body temperature. So fortunately, you don't have to use thermometer. Uh, so you go to the places and, you know, which can reach COVID-19 patients, they are, uh, you got to uh, request them to get tested and stuff. Now, uh, while I was doing that, across uh, masses uh, who uh, who otherwise, you know, uh, are normally totally ignored, you know, uh, uh, when they talk about economy, when they talk about you know, hope, optimism, blah blah blah, uh, we have our own stories, have uh, our own stories where 
we have reached at a certain level wherein all our uh, uh, basic needs food shelter and stuff they're all uh, addressed uh, very well and then we are trying to achieve something then when you look at people do not have food security who do not have basic livelihood and still they have hope to make their tomorrow better and out of that hope all that they're doing is you know i'm again coming back to this stubbornness like i don't have anything to eat right now but i have a hope that i will be able to do that once i'm out of this this guy does not really know what's going to be uh, later if he gets tested you know covid-19 positive is he a you know a uh, very uh, difficult situation you know uh, end up being a uh, end of life you never know but then such a situation very where, where you don't have a uh, basic uh, uh, life addressed on the top of it you have got pandemic so it it gives it gives me hope and it gives me a sense of um, um i would say uh, you know uh, optimism to look at my own life and say oh i'm much 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 better than these guys and i really have nothing to fear so uh, it kind kind of you know so when you down but not successful when you feeling uh, you know enough you got to look at such people Tell it to yourself that you are at a really position. It's an enviable position to be in. And then you should not really get stuck in that position. You want to fight. And then you look at people on the top. Look at Steve Jobs. Look at whatever. Rocky Balboa. Famous dialogue in Rocky Balboa. Life is not all sunshine and rainbow. It isn't how how much hard you can hit. about how much take and to keep going that's how we so when you when you work successfully you should be willing to take the hits no matter what no one is going to you know uh, it's it's nothing like you know you can without taking that's for sure no matter who you are you can you know the most uh, uh, like you can even turn off the but that does not ensure that you are going to be successful in the long term probably 5 6 years is okay mm. but then what about later so i um, for me it's a bunch of stories i mean i wouldn't really be able to you know but i can say that you know uh, a sense of being when i look at people and when i look at people who are much farther than you know and something that god thank thank you excellent shamila sorry um i guess for me i kind of touched a little bit about you know my experience growing up and you know i grew up in a small town in malaysia i mean you know has population of i don't know 70000 or less um and also not having the the right support system um you know whether it be my family or people who you think would be there to uplift you and push you forward so um i had i i was constantly in survival mode 
for pretty much a long time in my life, right? Because I had to um, take care of myself um, to the point that I actually went and got my, I went to college uh, on my own. I supported myself through college. I made my own college education, uh, which then I went and, you know, did my master's degree uh, in one of the best public schools in America. I paid for that myself as well. Um, and while doing all this, um, I've actually been fired from a job. I actually got fired from a job, uh, which I'm sure, you know, a lot of people find it quite shameful to say that, oh, I got fired. But I did. I was in advertising. It was in a very early point in my career. I always knew I wanted to get into advertising and the media industry. Um, I worked for one of, you know, this really huge uh agency called FCB, Food Cone and Building. They have a huge, uh, their head office is in Chicago. Um, and I worked for this really traumatizing manager um, who used to, you know, basically bully and um, pull people down. She used to throw things on the floor, throw things at my face and expect me to pick. I mean, it was just pretty traumatizing. And for someone who just, entered the workforce and as a woman i mean you you know it, it you definitely have ptsd from that but i have to say that because i was and i guess going back to what lahiri and amit were saying about stubbornness uh, for me i would equate that to having the optimism that this too shall pass and this is part of a process that i will have to go through but it's not forever right and when I got fired from that job, I think it was the best thing that happened to me on hindsight because that actually was how the universe was telling me that I was meant to go in a different direction. And that direction was to go into the television and media industry, which is where I had built an extremely successful career. So if that did not happen to me, I would still be in advertising. I mean, I don't know where I would be, but you know, I would have. I, I don't think I would have pivoted to such a successful career, which then helped me build my first business and raise venture capital and sell that business as well, all in the same industry because of of that pivotal moment in my life. And I mean, I think you know that that is one clear indication of how being optimistic and being hopeful that you will be able to overcome this and come out the other way a lot better a lot stronger a lot wiser and learning from that but yet still being humble about whatever you've gone through i think that is fundamental um and and i think that's a story that i carry until today so one of the things that I've realized um, over the years and through the challenges, the struggles, the successes, the awards, all of that is how do I use my life right now to be of service to other people, which is what my entire life and how it is about. It's really about service and that is my, my optimism and my hope has led me to my purpose. So I can actually say, you know, that's how powerful it is. But I do want to add that, you know, 
an optimistic person is not um, someone who engages in everything is sunny and you know it's it's all happiness and bubble gum and and unicorns all the time. Yeah, it is. You know, it, it's really being a positive realist. So you know, I, I'm not naive or I'm not in denial or I'm not blind to the realities of life, but I take those realities and I see what are the opportunities that can come from that. It's not easy when you're going through very difficult periods in your life. I mean, let's look at what's going on right now, right? Like when COVID hit uh, in March, I the business that I was in, I lost 95% of my revenues. I mean, it wasn't the happiest moment in my life, let me tell you, right? Yeah, I, I, had, I was at a crossroads. I really had to make a decision. Where do I go from here? Do I continue to forge on or what, what do I mean do I get a job that's that's the honest situation I was in you know it's, it's being realistic right I'm optimistic but I'm realistic um but what really brought me back was the optimism and hope that led me to my purpose was what brought me back got me to sit down really evaluate where I was at what I should be doing what my next step should be in order to pivot my business as well. So having done that, it's, you know, even with the situation we are in, um, it's going in a positive direction. And I have to say, I count my blessings every day. You know, I put a LinkedIn post out uh, on Monday this week, which actually said, if you have a roof over your head, food on your table, people who love you, and help for you and your family i mean that itself is an amazing situation to be in at this point in our lives because there are lots of people out there who've lost loved ones who've lost their jobs who've lost their homes who don't know where to go what to do next you know so i think just being grateful and remembering counting your blessings every day is what is going to drive and give you hope because without remembering and being grateful and remembering your blessings i think it'd be very very hard i mean i know it'd be very hard so yeah yeah fantastic thanks shamila and karthik what has been your uh you know inspirational or optimistic story yeah, sure. Uh, you know, going after someone like uh, Shamila is always uh, difficult. So I'm hopeful and optimistic that I can actually add more <laughs> than what she's already covered. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, just kind of piggybacking on uh, what Shamila just mentioned, uh, right? You know, we talked about stubbornness, but really what it comes down to is grit, right? It's true grit uh, and, and the word to be able to, you know, put ourselves out there and, and be hopeful and, you know, look at the bright side of things, uh, right? Uh, so, uh, you know, for me, uh, again, you know, I I can relate to two uh, main stories in my life which uh, changed trajectories, uh, right? So, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I was bound to be a fighter pilot. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, that pivoted into information technology, right? Um, and that was my reality for a decade. Uh, I was in America until last year. And I decided to basically sell everything, donate everything that I had, and move here with just made for back. Um, and that was another uh, pivot that happened. Uh, I never thought that I'd leave America. 
but you know, the common factor in local stories was, you know, uh, even though uh, you know those two were things that I really wanted, uh, those were the best things uh, that happened to me. Uh, even though I wanted them dearly, because if I had just stayed on doing that, I would not have had the worldly experience that I've had. Today. Right. So uh, if I if I had just um, you know been in the armed services, then I would have never seen the world. I would have been in that cocoon, that shell, that bubble. Uh, if I had just been in America, I would have all I would have known is America. I would have not known how the rest of the world functions. Uh, so uh, so yeah, uh, you know, uh, going back to Shamila's story, you know, getting fired from work was the best thing that happened to her. For me, uh, the best thing that happened to me was the things that I most dearly wanted and you know, it could have crushed me, it could have uh, completely derailed, uh, derailed the way I saw things. Uh, but no, I, I was able to see uh, you know, uh, an opportunity there and then kept an open mind uh, to see what happens. And then keeping that open mind is what really uh, you know, makes you, uh, you know, look at positives in, in everything that happens. Um, so, so really in both aspects, uh, it was uh, a mix of hope and optimism. And, and again, we've been talking all about you know, all this positive jazz and all that. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is that every person has both positive and negative thoughts. Uh, you, know, uh, you can't always look and be positive about everything. Because so many things that are going on around you, uh, it is so hard. So uh, I have a technique that I use, uh, which is I let every thought come to me. You know, positive, negative, good, bad, ugly, I don't care. I let that thought come to me, let it engulf me, it's all right. Uh, I embrace it uh, with, 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 you know, a lot of work, a lot of grit. Uh, because the other end of it, that thought's going to pass. And, and my true self is that optimist. Is that person who is hopeful of a better future? Is that person uh, who is going to look at uh, every problem, every adversity as an opportunity? So I know that, and I have uh, you know a, a deep sense of belief uh, in in that thought process, and uh, I also have a lot of conviction about it. So uh, you know, uh, yes, we all need to be positive. Everyone talks about positive thinking and all that, but uh, it it really boils down to the choice that you're making, which is. Do you want to, um, you know, just ignore, block all the negative thoughts, or just let that, um, you know, surmise you, and then you come out of it with your true self, which is, uh, you know, being hopeful and not missing. Because I mean, if hope is lost, everything is lost. Excellent. Uh, well, you know, that is really fascinating. I think one of the theme that we could get out of it is that uh, you know action with the you know you know a follow-up action after inspiration that is key to the success and i think all of your stories are pretty pretty uplifting and pretty you know inspiring i can i can't imagine what it must have been for you amit and shamila for going through that you know, pretty difficult, you know, family situations and, you know, and Lahiri for you to come here and then you deciding to go back and for you, Karthik, you know, you know, those are pretty, pretty tough. And I, I have not been through those tough situations, honestly, compared to what you guys have gone through. And I say it with all the, all the deep gratitude for, uh, you know, for you to be able, for you to find this platform, a public platform. Uh, that is safe for you to share with because 
and I'm, I'm equally surprised that how many people have got you know some amazing uh, you know stories that they've hang on to you know with positive approach that I, I, I find blessed to be able to listen and I'm pretty sure KB feels the same way to be able to listen to these these amazing stories and put um, you know our perspective around so thank you very much you know Amit Shamila Lahiri and Karthik really thank you very much KB yeah it's been wonderful to actually listen to um, your stories and and again you know I think sort of makes sense in uh, well for my own life and just what you're saying Karthik about you know, you have both good and bad thoughts, and I think we have a tendency to try and make the bad thoughts go away, but it is what it is. Do you know what I mean? It, it is sort of, and there is no such thing as a good and bad thought, it is a thought. And I think that's a, a level of optimism um, in that as well. But yeah, thank you guys. It's been really inspirational. You know, I, I'm always in awe of people that pick up their lives and go from continent to continent, but you know, you're picking up your lives and you're picking up the baggage of everything that's happened to you along the way as well, and you've all turned it into something that's that's really fantastic so i really thank you so much for sharing it i really really appreciate it excellent excellent thank you very much everyone now tomorrow so tomorrow we are going to be celebrating our 100th episode so you know my dog is not going to run this session tomorrow i will still be here running this session just to let you know and uh, we will we are as i promised we are going to dc tomorrow that means we will have uh i've just taken on the hope league. you know i think there is a league justice league that's right so i've taken the inspiration from there and tomorrow we have hope league that means we have sarah taylor if you know the weight lifting champion sarah taylor she's coming in tomorrow with tj michelle melanie and also melinda so this is an all women's panel i think i'll be absolutely uh you know minority <laughs> on that and so it's really fascinating and tomorrow you know we'll celebrate a hundred and then we will continue this journey again thank you very much for all the listeners poonam preeti shyam for your generosity and, and tuning in and until we see you tomorrow if you are victorian you know what to do mask up uh, you know amit is in in bombay lahiri i know we are probably in Pune. i'm pretty sure that you still have restrictions but you know, you're not as as restricted as me caroline camilla and kartika but look after yourself look after your yep. family we'll see you tomorrow everyone will do this again bye everyone bye. yes bye Thank you everyone for listening to the Your Career Down Under show. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to know more about how Your Career Down Under can help you, please reach out to us on www.yourcareerdownunder.com.au and if you have got a question about today's episode or if you want us to do a particular show on a particular topic, please reach out to us. We would love to do that. Until next time, be well.